No, really. Are we still doing ads from College Towers Apartments? <laughs> oh, hi. Uh, I am the Lightning Bug, Tim McCoy here. It's April 22nd, 1990. Hope you're having a good Tuesday afternoon. Is it Tuesday? I don't know what day it is. Anyway, I'm waiting for Brian to show up. We have an interview coming up here that he was supposed to do, but uh, uh, when I got into WKSR this morning, uh, there was a note attached to a brand new CD from David Cassidy, and the note said, go ahead and start the interview. I shouldn't be all that late. Okay, so we're going to buy some time here while we're waiting. Uh, Here's a cut from that new David Cassidy album, self-titled David Cassidy CD, and a song called Living Without You, and we'll be back to speak with rock legend David Cassidy.
you go. Living Without You, David Cassidy from his brand new album, David Cassidy. Why, I mean, I'm t- to tell you, man, I have been a fan of David since 1970, and I wanted to be him ever since I was the age of 12. Calling from London, England, it's David Cassidy. David, I'm excited to hear about your brand new music now. First time in 12 years. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you um, adding the record and playing it. Um, it's been going great. I, the uh, single's just screaming up the charts in America, and I understand here, too, so um, it's great to be be welcomed back like that. In the 80s, you had an album called Romance, and you decided to choose to do that in the U.K. and to stay in the U.K. to work on new music. Why did you choose the U.K.? Well, I went there because uh, my writing partner at the time was British and lived there. His name was Alan Tarney, and I went there and recorded there, and that's where it was first released, and then it went to Europe, and... The week my album went top 20 in England, um, before we came over here with it, um, my record company was bought up by another label, by a bigger record company, and they fired everyone. And I got into an ensuing two-year litigation with them, and um, ultimately the record never came out in America. So I was rather disappointed, and uh, I went back to work in the theater and uh, assumed basically that I wasn't going to go and make records anymore. I just continued to write. And... Um, I started, I came back to L.A. after I finished in the West End in 87 and started writing and I went on a radio show in L.A. and got three offers from three different labels after they heard the songs I had played, my demos, songs I had written, and um, I started making this record for Enigma. Basically, this is it. I mean, it's the first record I've released in North America for 12 years. The latest single off of your new album is Lying to Myself and it's doing really well right now here in the U.S., So we're going to take a listen to David Cassidy doing that hit right now, Lying to Myself, right here on WKSR. Back 
Flying to Myself from David Cassidy's brand new CD. And we are speaking to David Cassidy. David, is this album supposed to be more rock-oriented or dance-oriented than your prior albums? Oh, I wouldn't say it's more dance-oriented. I would... Um, I don't know. I'm no good with labels. I, <laughs> I, it's just... For me, it's... Um, it's probably the most revealing record about myself. Um, the songs are the most, um, I think, uh, open uh, and I think more revealing lyrically about who I'm, I am, and I suppose musically as well. It's a pretty aggressive record in that respect. On this album, what do we hear from David Cassidy that we have never heard before? Well, um, I'd have to get into lyric by lyric through the songs, but about... Uh, what the human condition is all about, and I think my own fragility, fear, um, strength. Um, a lot of, uh, there's a song called Boulevard of Broken Dreams, which is about kind of a semi-autobiographical about um, Hollywood and fame. And um, I, I think that there's a song called Message to the World, which is more or less about people who are incarcerated and um, about people who are no longer in our consciousness like Terry Waite, Terry Anderson, and the hostages, etc. I'm, I'm not a terribly political guy. I'm pretty moved by what's been going on um, with them, and certainly now with what's happening in the Middle East. Uh, it's certainly in my consciousness. And I think that it's important to just show as much and reveal as much about yourself as you possibly can. People get some insight as to who I am. And uh, there's a lot of up-tempo sort of rocking stuff, too. And line of myself is really... Uh, one of those, I think, tougher, more rock, pop records that I've ever made. And hopefully, um, I mean, the reaction thus far has been fantastic. And uh, it's just great to be back. When you are out and about, do you still get questions about playing Keith Partridge? Or are you just going to leave that on the table from now on? Well, um, I, I think initially people say, um, I know that you don't want to talk a lot about it. And uh, the truth is that I could talk all day about it. And I have talked a lot about it since I've done it. I'd rather talk about what I'm doing now. Um, I have no problem with it. I really embraced it. And there's a song called High Heel Sneakers on my new album where I use even a little a little sample of I Think I Love You. I have good feelings about it. I have very good feelings about all of it. I just want to move on and talk about what I'm doing now as opposed to what I did 15 years ago. Wow, what a good time to listen to another track from David Cassidy's new CD. Here's High Heel Sneakers. I'm Tim McCoy. We're speaking to David Cassidy, and this is WKSR.
There you go. High Heel Sneakers. The latest from the brand new CD from DC. David Cassidy. <laughs> so, David, is there going to be a tour with your new music? And if so, how about Cleveland, Ohio? In fact, uh, yes, I'm going to do. I'm definitely going to come through America and uh, through Canada. Um, I hope to go actually around the world and tour with this album. You know, it's been um, a long time since I've been out on the road, and I'm really looking forward to doing that again. Um, that's ultimately how you cut it or you don't. And um, the record's been so well-received, and both critically and I think now um, commercially by the uh, radio, and, and I, I just hope that I can go out and play a lot of the, the current stuff and then consequently be able to do a lot of the old stuff. I know if I went to see David Cassidy, I'd want to see all of it. And um, that's what I intend to do. Do you have a tour band chosen, or will you have your studio musicians that worked on your album to use for this tour coming up? Um, yeah, I'm going to put musicians together. I mean, a lot of, I guess, the nucleus of the people that played on my record hopefully will go out with me. And um, a lot depends upon when I get back. I've been out on a promotional tour for six weeks, so I haven't done anything except... Um, the last couple of days in Toronto, I got I got a guitar up in my room and started playing again. You know, I've been out doing a city a day. So when you're traveling every day and you're doing interviews and talking and doing TV and radio, there's not a lot of time to do anything else. But, um, that's what I intend to do. And hopefully after the new year, when the new album takes hold and people get a chance to hear it. Oh, my God. It's been a pleasure. It's been a dream. This is incredible. Thank you, David Cassidy, for speaking with us today. You can buy his self-titled CD, David Cassidy, with the hit Lying to Myself on it right now in your local record shops. Thank you, David. Well, thank you very much. 